It's the letter R. For record. That's... Yeah. I see. I yeah. see. Right. British, straight to the point. Good afternoon. You're listening to Time Zones Are Hard. It's ten to eight. In the evening, in England, and my name's David. What are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Hello! Killed killed any flow. (laughs) Any flow we had was gone. I'm Britty. It is 2.51 in the evening, not evening, afternoon. (sighs) Time zones are hard. Time is meaningless. We're all going to die one day. What an awful start. (laughs) (laughs) I had this one in the bag today. See, it was I me. thought we were gonna go. It was me that was. I set the tone. <laughs> this is how it's gonna be again, guys. <laughs> no, it's this not. Is... Come on, we're gonna make it. We good. got this. We, got, we this. got this. This is what happens when you're laid up in your bed. Yeah. So I know this is not a visual medium, but uh, it's very obvious visually that David is laid up. <laughs> He's got a little, little bit of scruffle, scruffle <laughs> happening on his face right now. <laughs> I have not shaved my face since my injury. No, since the day I went to work, which was okay. four or five weeks ago now. I mean, I don't want to, like, uh, you know, say anything bad about the injured, but um, you can grow a beard, my dude. <laughs> I can't, can I? I absolutely hate it. It's very patchy. <laughs> well, I, don't know. I don't know if I do hate it. I wish it wasn't so patchy. Yeah. If it wasn't patchy, I think I'd be happy with it. Everyone else just... around me seems to like it, but it is so patchy. <laughs> There's one bit here under my mouth. <laughs> There's a huge patch of just no hair at all. You look a little homeless. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, dear. But it's, it's, I mean, I could say literally anything and people would believe me. So I could be like, I don't know, my dudes. This is a very suave, clean cut beard. <laughs> I also shouldn't be recording this episode in my cardboard box. <laughs> well, you know, it's got good Wi-Fi reception. Oh, so yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. Did you make it out of a toaster? Did you make your Wi-Fi receiver out of a toaster? Because, like, good job. Good job. (laughs) (laughs) MacGyver that shit. (laughs) Oh, oh my gosh. Do you think... I I think there's a... I was going to say, do you think if MacGyver was made today, they would do that? But I think there is a modern MacGyver. I have no idea who MacGyver is. I've heard of it, and I know it's an American program, but I've never watched it. Okay, um, let me see if I can explain MacGyver. MacGyver. Uh, I've never seen it. I've never seen MacGyver in my life, so... Um, that's, that's good. The only thing I know about it is popular culture. Right. Um, basically, the impossible situation of, oh no, we're trapped and the evil villain is going to be back any second, but I've got a bulldozer and a log machine and I can make a cannon out of a log. So he Ta-da! just, he jemmy rigs, jimmy rigs things. Jemmy, yeah. jemmy rig? Jemmy rig? Is, Jem- that what, is that what you find wow. like gems in a museum and you're like, I could totally steal these. I'm going to jemmy rig this box. <laughs> just lost in translation that was. <laughs> jemmy rig. Oh, my brain. <laughs> Are we sure that the surgery didn't take out some of your brain? <laughs> Are we 100% positive? It took my knee brain out. <laughs> Your knee brain? It was so important. Who knew? Yeah. That's where all my energy was. <laughs> in, your, in your knees. Yeah. Have you not noticed? Ever since... <laughs> wow. It's been since before surgery where my energy went. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, you did just have major surgery. So Ooh. you're allowed to have some excuses, but I think you're starting to use them up. I think you're out of excuses now. Come on. No excuses. Well, the best thing about the beard is I haven't gone outside <laughs> as well. I think I've left the house about Wait. three times. So I just 
thought you were gonna like just stop there like your beard was the reason you weren't oh, going yeah. outside <laughs> you started to walk out the door and your beard started speaking to you like hey hey buddy we can't go outside today no outside and you're like i can't show the world my talking beard i'll tell you what i look like i look like a, a writer an actor mm. writer so he's just finished his tv show he's on break and he's mm-hmm. in the writing phase yeah. And you catch them round, paparazzi, snap them, they got a full-on beard. Well, mine's Patch. All right, yep. my name's Patch. <laughs> Aw, how's it going? It looks... It, yeah, it's... How's, it, how's your screenplay going, Patch? <laughs> it's a bit patchy here and there. <laughs> What's it about? Is it about a talking beard? Because I heard that that's going to sell. <laughs> I hope it does, because I can't afford a shaver. <laughs> need my screenplay to sell so I can buy a one dollar razor <laughs> sponsored by Dollar Shave Club <laughs> I was just about to say uh, if only hey Dollar Shave Club hit us up because yeah. we will we will actually uh, pimp your brand yeah they've moved so. to England at the moment they're pretty big at the moment really they're advertised everywhere yeah yeah all the sports all the sports, All the, sports the sports balls. Tell you what, let's make it the title of this: sponsor us, Dollar Shave Club. Sponsor us, Dollar Shave Club. That'll get their Done. attention. That there will get their attention. Yeah. How else could we get like sponsors' attention? Yeah, I need like, a shave, and I haven't got the equipment to do it, nor the money. There we go. <laughs> Not We're even a starving dollar. Artist. <laughs> starving artists. Starving artists. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like there's probably better ways to get people to sponsor us. Like, say yeah. for instance, you could go to a baseball game and you could eat a hot dog covered in cotton candy <laughs> and nerds, and then be like, "Hey, nerds, sponsor me." <laughs> <laughs> That's how nerds? that works, right? Isn't nerds Willy Wonka? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It blew my mind as a kid that Willy Wonka was an actual company. Like. Yeah. When you're when you're a kid and you're like literature, this is all the fantasy world, and then you're like, this is real life. <laughs> I prefer the chocolate in the books, <laughs> right? Because your imagination is so much better. Oh yeah, yeah. And then it's just, it's like I remember watching um, the one with Johnny Depp. Is that Charlie and Chocolate Factory? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's a scene where his granddad has a bite of chocolate. And it mm-hmm. snaps, and it's the most satisfying snap noise when he snaps a bit off of the chocolate bar. Yeah. And I try and do that with every bar ever since I've watched that. No bar in the world does that. It's what so you... disappointing. It, it just sort of goes... And it's... Yeah. You just see, like, the mist appear as if it was, like, centuries <laughs> old. <laughs> as if it was a bar of metal. And he just snapped it. What do you think the sound What Like, what do you think the Foley artists used to make that sound? Um, I would use my fingers. <laughs> okay, all right. No, it it I sounded mean, more satisfying. It was like, yeah, I'm trying to think of what would be like a good thing to break because um, I've done some foley on my own, and I did a sound for Lemon Boy where I had the <laughs> the the demigod pull the knife out of his chest. And I wanted, like, a really, like, a really sloppy sound. I was like, I really needed to be gross. Yeah, and I I dug a fork into a lemon. And it was so juicy. And it was so, it was amazing. And it's so, like, underappreciated because obviously no one's going to sit and watch my two-minute comedy video to be like, I wonder what the foley is like. But now I have, like, a... It's got so many layers as well because you used a lemon. I did, right? Yeah. Like, it's really, really layered. It's in depth, yeah. <laughs> and no one knows. <laughs> no one knows the depth of my genius. <laughs> David, I'm being slept on. <laughs> How can I get people to appreciate my genius? This Stop. is the question of the day. This is the icebreaker of the day. How do I get people to appreciate and recognize my genius? Stop letting them sleep on you. I know. So I need to run into people's houses that are sleeping and just shake them and be like, I am an artist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The rash of break-ins in the neighborhood is just going to be due to my street team going in and like really hyping me up. That is what it's going to be. <laughs> That's a, that is perfect. That is your angle. There you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? Um, I don't 
Never did. I worked as a tour guide, a ghost tour guide, and I told people that I did, but it was a lie. (gasps) It was a lie. Um, Mostly because everybody... And my heart is broken. (laughs) Everybody I worked with, all my fellow ghost tour guides, were always telling me that they had an experience. There was one particular building that was, like, really haunted, and they were always like, Ah, he touched me! And I was like cool and i like would go in and be like ghosts i'm ready for you and then nothing would absolutely happen and i was like all right all right i believe in the concept of energy um but i don't think that it manifests as physical ghosts i i don't know about you live in a very old country though i can't imagine if ghosts were real like that would be where they would be i have seen some shit well, yeah, that's what happens when you walk and people are walking their dogs and they yeah. don't pick it up. It's everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, and we still throw our wee and poo out the windows. Yeah. <laughs> in buckets. <laughs> I have seen some proper shit. Proper shit. And, and I, the ghosts like are also the scullery maids. They just kind of are like, I've been working here for a thousand years and still the minimum wage has not gone up. <laughs> Although I do like the ghosts because their buckets are empty when they throw them out the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You're like standing on her and you're like, ha, you don't even know that it's not real. It's ghost poo. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> uh, no, I don't believe. But um, it just reminded me of an experience my mum had. Uh-huh. And it was in my old house. And when she was young, basically my old house... Um, so I was born in house number one. Okay. okay. And then we the moved to The first house ever built in England. Yes, yes. Number one. <laughs> UK. Right. World, the earth. And so I was, <laughs> I, was, I was born at home in house yeah. number one. Wait, so wait, you were born at home. You weren't born in a hospital? No, I was the third child and my parents decided that they'd be okay to do it at home. Okay. Alright. Worked out alright, nothing wrong with me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean, they have to take the brain out of your knee. <laughs> I think that there's something wrong with you. That's the next, base to put, next best place to put a brain. I can't, my brain ain't working. <laughs> it's because I took it out of yeah. your knee. Yeah, I've only got one working left and it's in my right knee. <laughs> you need your three brains. Yeah. And now you only have two. Yeah, anyway, so house number one, I was born in that one. And then uh-huh. when I was starting secondary school mm-hmm. so oh, oh i don't know um I, <laughs> wait no, were you gonna I try was to 11. like <laughs> i was 11 okay yeah so okay. i was 11 we moved to house number two and i'm all about house number two okay and a few years ago i moved to house number three and now i've moved out and i'm in my own house which is number four which is now number one for me right so house number two belonged to my mum's parents okay. and she grew up there as well mm-hmm now when she was younger living there they used to have a cat and it was a ghost wow (laughs) that's it you got it that is my new screenplay the beard and the ghost ghost. written by tomcat (laughs) no anyway no 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 i want to hear more about this screenplay because this is the screenplay that a very dirty B-O'd man would pitch hey. to me the minute that I said I was an artist. I, I didn't say it was you. I, I had a shower said... last week, thank you very much. <laughs> you dare call me a smelly old B-O tramp. <laughs> like, the minute I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, what do you do? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm an artist. They'd be like, oh, I've been writing a screenplay, and it's called The Beard and the Ghost Cat. And it's about a ghost cat who discovers his owner... <laughs> But the owner is alive, and the owner is trying to find love, and it's very, and it's you know all about how this man is trying to find love and yeah. and can't find a girlfriend, and this ghost cat ends up helping him, yeah. and I'm sitting there w- like glazed over eyes, like yes, tell me more about um, this very compelling movie. Well, you've got most of it already so far, except <laughs> the key ingredient is the cat lives in the old man's beard. Ah. Okay, so and it's an he... animated feature. Oh, yeah, yeah. So every time he's on a date, the cat just goes, boo, <laughs> out of his beard, and they all run away. And then he's like, I can never find a woman. And the mm-hmm. cat's just there like, 
<laughs> and it turns out that the cat is an evil villain oh, yeah. from another life that yeah. also used to be a sea captain. Yeah. Like, all right, cool. But, but in a shock twist, it's also his son. Right, exactly. Yeah. The from cat a... takes over his son yeah. that he didn't know he had. Exactly. Right, yeah. It's I've heard it before. Cat son from another mum. Right. It's right. so overdone. Yeah. It's just tired. I can't just... deal with these tropes anymore. I know. Spielberg needs to stop making beard and the <laughs> and the ghost cat sequels come on man spielberg you can do better <laughs> you were alive in the 80s what happened anyway <laughs> back to my story before the ghost cat the ghost cat hasn't arrived in the story yet okay sorry continue anyway so the cat was alive and well now I hate to break it to you, the cat's now dead. <laughs> what? I, mean, I thought this cats was... had nine lives at least. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Well it died on its knife. Oh, okay. <laughs> but... Acceptable. Yeah. Anyway. God, this is about forty years ago. And um when we were so when my mum got older she met my dad and they moved out and they got their own house. And then when my mm. when her parents moved out, moved away, we then moved into her old house again Mm -hmm. so then we grew up there now when we left that house to house number three on the very last day my mum was walking around the house saying goodbye to it again for the final time and there's a certain place at the top of the stairs where her cat used to sit there's like a windowsill there and she just had the habit of stroking it and she had never done it for the whole time we had lived there as a family but as she was leaving she did it out of habit and it freaked her out, and it still does now, because she feels like she saw it there. Because it died in that house as well, and it's buried in that garden. So she had that habit of just, she was saying goodbye to the cat, and then she's like, it's not there. <laughs> it's not been there for 30 years. <laughs> Which, Aww, uh, yeah. Your poor mum. <laughs> I know. And the weird thing is, we've had people, um, I can't remember who it was, uh, I think my sister was dating someone at the time, and they said that when we were living there, they could have sworn that they'd seen a cat walk around the house. So that house was haunted with the ghost cat that lives in next man next door's <laughs> old man's beard. <laughs> that joke, I think, plummeted pretty yeah. far down. But yeah. I appreciate the story, and I'm sorry for your mom, because I I think ghost cats are harmless and lovely. It's all right. We, she gets... Uh... <laughs> can't even say it. <laughs> do, do you want to? Oh dear. Would you rather be feared by all <laughs> or loved by all? Next icebreaker. <laughs> I just didn't want to say it. <laughs> well, we can't use an icebreaker every time you don't oh, want to say a joke, David. For fuck's sake, Britty. What are they there for? <laughs> I've only got ten lined up. Oh, God. Well, I can't okay. have nine. That's <laughs> That's what we've already... Okay. Just, just, All right. Come on. Work right. with me here. Work with me. Save my ass. <laughs> too late for that. We've done a whole podcast that shows that it's too late for that. Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, feared. Feared. Fear me. Fear me. I Fear do. me. Beard me. <laughs> Beard you? That's what you I said. Might, I said that. Might, I said it. You got a beard. Yeah, no, that's what happened. It came overnight. I went to bed and went, beard me. And I woke up and there it was. Fortunately, I should have said, don't give me a patched one. (laughs) Fully beard me. me. Old man beard me. (laughs) Ghost cat. Wizard beard me. (laughs) Oh, good lord. (laughs) No, seriously, though. Like, I... Uh, if you would have asked me 10 years ago, I would have said loved, obviously. But um, I am finding much satisfaction in being feared. Um, because I there are people that fear me, which is funny to me. Because I'm like, I am five foot two on a very good day. Scary. I have really pink hair. <laughs> and Terrifying. my voice is this pitch. Like, oh, it hurts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm checking. <laughs> like, there's not a lot to fear. Yeah. But um, every time... Like, have I ever told you the story of when I apparently kicked a guy in the chest? No? Okay. So I was the gets... guy! <laughs> <laughs> the 
this story gets around a lot, and oh, yeah. it's so. I feel like I've told the story before, but basically, I'm gonna make it real short. So basically, we were out partying, and some guy picked up his friend, um, who happened to be a girl, behind, and like she didn't seem to appreciate it. So I got really mad, and I was only like two drinks in, and I got really mad, and I put my foot on his chest because I was sitting above him, like on perched up. So I could, and I like gently pushed him away from yeah. her, and I was like, "You don't pick girls up without their consent." <laughs> and um, and like she got between us, like the girl was like, "It's cool, we're friends. It don't worry about it." And I was like, "Not," but he was like, "Don't fucking touch me. You don't touch me." And I was like, "You want to go?" <laughs> but like that story gets around, and that's that's that was like, oh gosh, several several years ago, and I'm story. like, I didn't. I didn't kick. I didn't kick him. I just like gently pushed him away. I, I just got mad. The thing I love most about that story is, is you're fierce. But no, also <laughs> is he's like, don't touch me. But he's yeah. fine touching whoever he wants. So yeah, to right? what? To yeah. what? Like I get it. There, it, there's a way to be like playful and like you know when you're playful with your friends, sometimes yeah. you know you pick them up and stuff. But like I. I have a thing. I'm so short. I hate my feet coming off the ground. Um, and like, it'll be obvious when I'm in, when I'm okay with it. Cause like, I have a lot of friends who are taller than me. Obviously it's very easy to be that friend. Ooh. So if I like hug you around your neck, that gives you like, I'm okay with being lifted up. Yeah. Cause the, I'm, I have kind of initiated that form of contact. But the minute you like pick me up from behind, just jokingly, I will there are elbows yeah. that will go behind me and like oh, yeah. I don't want to hurt people but ah yeah but like I'm just and like now and I, in terms of like being feared now I've started caring less about what people think about stuff I do in terms of art or just like being a person and it's so liberating man oh yeah, yeah. it's like, a good feeling isn't it it's it just like me, I'm gonna do what I want to do cause I'm enjoying it if you don't like it fuck off yeah <laughs> it's, it's took me a while since I left school to get like that. Mm-hmm. I got to the stage where I was just doing stuff online. I thought I don't care. Yeah. Some of my p- friends would probably go, "What the fuck's he posting?" Or what's this? <laughs> and they start laughing. I was like, "And it's art. Art. <laughs> it's, I'm an artist. It's art. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing with your life? I'm yeah. doing art. Yeah. What are you doing with your twenty grand a year? <laughs> I ain't got none, but it's alright. Art. 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 Well, here's I'm the free. thing about being feared, too. People can love you out of fear. Mm. So, I can be both. I can be loved and feared. That's what I'm saying. Like a benevolent ruler of a, a kingdom. Mm. Crown me. <laughs> I deserve to rule. I'm definitely terrified by you. <laughs> I, you are I, not. You explained all of that, but I can also imagine if I, when I meet you, you're gonna sprint towards me at like 200 miles per hour, <laughs> and run between my legs. I'm so tall. <laughs> That's my way of getting through you. It's just like, no, I'll just extend my legs, <laughs> and then I'll like scramble up your back like a mouse, <laughs> just zip around you and end up on your shoulders, and you'll be like, oh god, <laughs> get the bug zapper. <laughs> And then I'll just do like an like exorcist type like scramble on my back of back of my hands and legs. See, I have nightmares about that. Meeting you, it's gonna be terrifying. It's either gonna be that, or you're gonna pelt me with sugar. Mm-mm. Yeah, that's more likely because I think probably by that point I'll be so like cramped from being a pretzel on a plane for so yeah. long that I'll be like, I'm just gonna throw a bag of sugar at him. <laughs> Love it. Just the, I'll just stuff my pockets with the little like sugar packets that they have at like coffee shops, so it won't hurt. It will just be annoying. It'll yeah. just be like, good thing, good thing, Oh, I've got a different kind of sugar here. Good thing, good thing. Good luck, good luck smuggling that through the country. What's Listen, this suspicious my... coffee packet you've got? <laughs> My whole suitcase will just be packets of sugar. I'll be like, I don't, I don't need to wear clothes. I just need to throw this whole suitcase. And then, and then at that point, when I get there, I'll probably be so lazy and tired and jet lagged that I'll just decide to throw the whole suitcase at you. So at that point, it doesn't really matter if there's sugar in it or not. I could have just thrown the suitcase anyways. Yeah. 
I'm terrified now. <laughs> Although, I, at, at the same time, I don't feel like you could carry a suitcase and throw it. <laughs> it's probably the same Listen, size as you. You I, could get in a suitcase. I could get in a suitcase, that's yeah. true. Um, but I also just lugged a very heavy uh, typewriter for several blocks because I wanted it. So oh, yeah. I am not I am not afraid to pick up heavy objects and chuck them. <laughs> just chuck them. Just chuck them. I did. I went, um, there You're was You're an a angry store. little woman. <laughs> I'm not afraid to pick up heavy objects and throw them. (laughs) Listen, the thing about being so short is that all of my anger is compressed into my form. (laughs) At least you can let some of it out because you are a whole foot taller than me. Like, it's more evenly distributed. Yeah, I could mutter to myself and no one can hear me because I'm so far up. Right, exactly. And, like, your, your anger can, like, leach out of your ears and it doesn't hit anybody in the stomach. Exactly. (laughs) <laughs> Although if you if you ever want to knock someone out, you can borrow my shoe. <laughs> All right, you could probably knock some people out with my shoes. <laughs> Are you attached to the shoe at that point? No. <laughs> I mean, that would be incredible, like a golf club. You just swing me. <laughs> just like the bit in Matilda where like the little girl gets thrown by her pigtails. I'll just yeah. pick you up by your feet and chuck you. <laughs> <laughs> now that would be terrifying. But I, I would love to see that. I would love to see a Matilda remake with you as... What's her name again? Trunch, Miss Trunchbull, yeah. I would love to see you as her. That would be amazing. <laughs> that would be a role of a lifetime. I yeah. would immediately accept. Immediately. <laughs> like, I don't even care if I auditioned for the role or not. If I got a call from a random stranger that said, we would like to cast you as Mrs. Trunchbull in our Matilda remake, I would be like, yes, 100%, I'm already there. <laughs> I love that film. Not a, not a question. One of my favorite films. It's a good film. You, Detention. It's so... <laughs> in the chokey! so good. I appreciate the musical, too. Um, I don't know if you've ever listened to the musical. I haven't. But it's not, it's not the same. Yeah. Like, the vibe feels different, but I, there's just this sense of, like, children gaining power that I love. Like, children (laughs) are terrifying, and the fact that this whole musical, they, like, rise up as one and, like, are anarchists, it's amazing. Like, there's a song... Let me see if I can go through the, the song list, because there is a particular song that I... Is, like, it's an anarchist song. Now, the problem is that I listen to show tunes on shuffle, and so I get Matilda and School of Rock mixed up. Because right. they're both musicals about children in schools being oh, anarchists. I love School of so, Rock. So, uh, have you listened to the Broadway musical school of rock i haven't yet no okay i've still only seen the film they're both both really good um the school of rock musical the thing that like gets me is that there are literal children playing these instruments and they're incredibly talented and i'm like i've wasted 25 years of my life why couldn't i've done that when i I was 12 (laughs) um the first the one of the songs on the matilda album is called revolting children and it's not it's as as much as you would think it's sung by mrs trunchbull about children being revolting it's about it's the children singing about revolution basically and it's it's it is kind of like a double-edged sword for the song but i love it so much but yeah I, I think the thing about anything Broadway with children, I'm always, like, jealous a little bit. Because, like, I wanted to be a Broadway kid, but I had no talent. I would not have no, made it no. on Broadway as a child. I can't sing or dance. Like, what the, the only thing left for me would be straight plays. And I was not talented enough to do straight plays when I was 12 years old. <laughs> <laughs> do you know, that's just reminded me of something my dad did. Um... He did a little prank on me, which has annoyed me a bit. And it was a while ago. Mm-hmm. And, well, I don't know if it was a prank on me or a prank on the person. Um, the guy was an idiot, and I knew him at school. He was uh, a big lad who hung out with the wrong people. He thought mm-hmm. he was tough. He thought he knew it all. Never went yeah. to school, one of those people. Yeah. So he knew me from school. And he works around the corner near my dad. And... I disappeared for about a year because I hadn't been working at that uh, with my parents anymore. I'd moved on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they, they crossed <laughs> each other and he goes, I'm oh, sorry. I was... What? I'm sorry, you just... 
I'm bad at storytelling, aren't I? No, the way you said it was just like, I no I've longer moved on me. from my I parents. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to work out what you were laughing at. But you talk about your parents all the time, like, not, like in a good way, no. but you're just like, I've moved on from I've them. On. <laughs> like a yeah. bad breakup. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm tough. sorry. I love your parents. Your parents are sweet, but continue. continue. <laughs> sorry, anyway. continue. Anyway, so he goes, so how's, how's David? What's he up to? And he, my dad tells him I'm on Broadway. And he believed it. Good. <laughs> yeah, it was good until he saw me a week later, <laughs> walking you down could've... the same road, and he was like, "Oh, how's Broadway?" I was like, "What? <laughs> what are you on about?" And then I like, went along with it. I said, "Good. Yeah, it's good. I'm doing really well. Bet it pays a lot. <laughs> Not really." <laughs> you're probably right to be honest (laughs) like the fact that i'm an artist now and i went to school with a bunch of artists and i know a lot of people in new york uh it's probably not as well paying as people think it is no so uh unless you're like really like star quality but if you're just like a regular kind of ensemble or off broadway or off off broadway an, hmm. an, an average actor an average actor. Aww. That's me. I'm an average actor. <laughs> That's I what I do every day. Pretty. <laughs> every day at the coffee shop, I'm an average actor. That's it. You really want this coffee? Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, I'm like, oh, sure. I could get that for you. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. It's See? The coffee shop is, is wild some of these days. Yeah. Yeah, some days. I mean, it's good. I actually like working there. I it's probably one of the best jobs I've had as a like normal, average customer service job. Mm. Um, but there are some times when I'm like, just ask. Yeah. Like, it's not that hard for me to tell you how coffee works. Like, <sighs> how not does that coffee difficult. work? Yeah. <laughs> what how, What is in these magic beans? Yeah. It's bean juice that looks like dirt and. <laughs> <Juice>. <laughs> It tastes, it, it tastes like bitter hopes and dreams that you once had. <laughs> I'm not wrong. I've just never heard the term bean juice before. <laughs> I swear I have told you this many times. That is my favorite joke, bean juice. Bean juice. You want some hot bean juice? I can give you some hot bean juice or some hot leaf water. What do you want? I could put some nitrogen in it too. What do you want? <laughs> do you want some coffee shop sugar chassis? <laughs> dear, dear. Hey, Anyways, I had no point to that. What, 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 David? If you were a fish, what kind of fish would you be? What kind of fish would I be? Um, does it have to be a real fish yes not a cat (laughs) dang it you know my jokes too well Uh, no i was asking because there's the um i don't know if this was a book you read in your childhood but there was a book i read in my childhood called the rainbow fish and he he had sparkly sparkly scales and that would be me sparkly scales but also i would be one of those big flat sunfish that are just giant and are useless have you ever seen them yeah they're great they're so great i read somewhere that they're so slow that like animals like big animals like sharks and stuff can just take bites out of them because they can't run away and they can't (laughs) escape and they're so useless and they can't see the other side of their body because their eyes are on the like one side of them (laughs) that would be me just kind of living the way i live (laughs) I think I'd be a shark. Shark's not a fish. Fine, I'll be a baby shark. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so your qualification on fish is size? Yeah, definitely. The smaller it is, the more fishy it is. (laughs) No, I'd be a clownfish. And I'll just spend all my days screaming for Nemo. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what clownfish do. my god do you think fish are animated i hate to break it to you david but they're real they're real things 
David! But when I was younger, I had a fish tank, and they were cardboard fish. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, but you had a very poor childhood. I did. We didn't have any money. <laughs> and now you've upgraded to a bigger cardboard box with Wi-Fi, at least. Yeah, and six rabbits. With six rabbits? <laughs> How come your rabbits don't eat your cardboard box that you're living in? They do. <laughs> so every day you have to go out and find a new cardboard box to live yeah. in i see yeah. i see yeah. absolutely <laughs> oh my god david Tight, we can't go a single episode without mentioning the rabbits can we that's because they're your shame children <clears throat> Tight, one of them keeps jumping out the pen what yeah. who's doing that Flo, the young one of the youngest but ones one of the babies keeps jumping Flo. out we, we've extended it so it's even higher it's the highest cage we've got now and she oh still jumps out. You oh my god. You've got to put a roof on it. <laughs> Ridiculous. Why Why do you keep them in cages? Why don't you just let them roam around your house? Because they don't attack each other. Oh. Because they're not all bonded together. So what's the point that... of having that many rabbits? <laughs> in the future, that's, that's what we're going to achieve in the future. In the future, the aim is that they're all going to be able to free roam. We're going to... Okay. When we get our first mortgage in a house... They're going to have a dedicated room and they'll be able to live together. No cages, cage free. <laughs> That's the idea. But at the moment, they're not ready. And they're not really cages, they're pens as well. They're they're roomier, they've got enough room. But we, yeah. we obviously want them to have a lot more. Yeah. yeah. It's just so wild to me that you have so many. I know, I can't believe it myself. I, I like had to spend a minute... Someone, I was talking to my parents about your rabbit, and I was like, I don't remember how many rabbits he actually has. <laughs> he has so many. Well, it's eight now. <laughs> you think I'm joking? <laughs> I don't think you're no, joking is the joking. problem. <laughs> it's actually 12. Oh, God. If you said 20, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> oh, my God. There's so many. No, it's six for now, and then we'll think about it. Six is still a ridiculous amount of rabbits. It's I don't okay. have six of anything. David, your microphone is gone. You can't move when you're recording. This is the part where I get to say things, because David can't respond because his microphone is out, but he can still hear me, which means that I can just keep talking about things, but I don't know what to talk about because I haven't taken an improv class in a while, so I don't necessarily know how to do things where you just kind of free speak, but uh, one of the things that I could free speak about is the fact that I think David's going to lose all life from his face the minute that I stop talking because he just looks really annoyed. It's really funny, but I am currently drinking coffee. It is, uh, I'm currently drinking the comedy juice, and we're doing okay, and now david's face is very very close to the screen and i still can't hear him which means that i can still keep talking and um i'm going to talk about how it is ridiculous that six rabbits exist in one space that one person has that is just too too many too many rabbits i don't know if i can keep speaking and this is not interesting for the podcast if you're listening to this please skip ahead like several minutes because it is just me rambling about nothing in particular i'm just speaking and i'm looking at things in my space to try to see if i can find anything else to speak about um i i mentioned the typewriter earlier and i did actually pick up a typewriter from a store that was going out of business and i got a very good deal on it but i had parked very far away and so i did actually have to carry it very far and it was very heavy and i think i still have marks on my body but it's worth it because it's a really cool typewriter and i'm running out of air oh my god i can't keep speaking like this david come back i can see you i can see see you but your microphone has gone out did you lose the audio from the beginning of this microphone recording because if so i don't know what we're ever gonna do we're gonna die immediately i'm currently dying right now i'm very sweaty i feel like i am i am dripping off a lot of sweat i can hear a pop but i didn't hear you it's okay no. there you are the file is fine you. okay that's all that I needed to hear. Yes. Are you recording now? Again? I am recording again. That all was right. hectic for my ears. Uh, <laughs> did Girl, you know that I could speak that fast? You could talk for America. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please don't make me a spokesperson for America. Okay. I, there, there's nothing I could be a spokesperson for. Well, I don't have the power, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Phew, I thought for a minute you were really powerful. Well, that's good. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I completely forgot that I can't move my microphone because it unplugs and then closes Audacity. Yes, So luckily it saves, it recovers what we just recorded. 
Sweet. So we're all Hopefully. good. But at least okay. now, now I'm closer to the screen, you've got a lovely shot of this awful beard I'm carrying. <laughs> you can see the big patch there. Yes, wonderful. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Patchiness. Patch David. Patch Bosket. Patch Bosket. <laughs> it looks bad David, on camera. Well, it's, we're not in a visual medium. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> Whoa, David. Geez. David. Go on. David. What Pretty. are your most recent emojis? Okay. Let's have a look, shall we? My most recent emojis are... Laugh crying face, the most common one. <laughs> yep. Is it in a line or does it go down? You know, that's a good question. Because um, I never know. I mean, make an educated guess. Because I feel like the top the top row of most recent emojis are not the ones I've used most recently. They're, like, frequently used. But I could probably tell you which one. Which one. Okay. Oh, yeah. No. I just that's, did a test. That's, that didn't do anything. <laughs> yep. That's okay. the angel emoji. Well, not angel. It's the guy with a halo. Okay. So the last three I used was the laugh crying face. Uh, crying tears face. And a purple love heart. <laughs> what story does this tell us? It tells us that David has a lot of emotions and tears inside of him. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um. So that laughing one was to you because earlier you messaged me saying I've just woke up <laughs> before we start recording, so I sent you loads of those. Yep. Uh, the crying one. Oh, what's the crying one from? I think the rabbits did something really cute. I took Aww. a photo of it, so I did that. I sent it to Louise. And I also sent the purple love heart to Louise. That's our love heart. That's so sweet. So, yeah. Gross! Love! Love! So gross! Relationships! Oh, what is it? Oh, God! Oh, my God, I'm gonna be sick! You can't even pretend. You've been with Louise for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you two been together? Three years now. Wow. Feels longer. Awesome. Yeah, it does both, feel longer. We both say that. It feels like it's been four years. It was our third year anniversary this year. Wow. Uh, two awesome. months ago. That's awesome. I've known you longer than Luis, though. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> Not that we would ever date. Oh, my no. God. Well, don't worry. Just, you just had to say that, didn't you? <laughs> I'm just like, I don't even want to think about that. Oh. God. Oh. Okay, my more three <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> I'm just making noises now. <laughs> oh, dear. Come on, recover. Okay. Um, I have the, the clap emoji because I, I do that a lot. I do the like the clap back thing where you're like, don't, don't talk to me about dating each uh, other. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get yourself out of the hole. And then I have the monkey with the hands over his eyes. <laughs> Which is what I'm doing right now. Which is what David's doing right um, now. Um, and then I have the uh, the shocked. It's not really the shocked one. Um, I use that a couple times, but it's the it's the emoji with the like circle eyes and circle mouth, where it's kind of like oh, that's how that's how I imagine that <laughs> that emoji. That's how I imagine that emoji sounds. Oh oh oh. oh. <laughs> what emoji was it again? It's hang on. I will send it to you. Okay. So that you can really see the depth of my emoji. I'm gonna be able to hear this emoji from now on. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! Do you see it? It's it makes that sound in my head. No, it hasn't been sent yet. I just said. Oh, there oh. it is. Oh, that there one. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's, oh. oh, that's the. Oh, you're not dating face. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. No, I agree. That is that. Oh. Oh! <laughs> Do we have to make emoji sounds now? <laughs> oh god! What would you? Okay, so what? 
sound would you make for that crazy emoji where the tongue's sticking out and the eyes are all goofy? Um. Oh, wow, this is a new one. Um. <laughs> That's not the noise I meant to make, but I am committed to it now. Can we do a game with the audience? If yeah. I send you an emoji and you make yeah. a noise for it, the audience have to yeah. guess what emoji it was. Sure. Okay. Only one though. Only, Only one, one emoji. All right. Okay. So send in what you think this noise could represent for an emoji. I don't even know how to... I was going to make a note so that I knew what emoji it was. I don't even know how to describe this emoji to myself. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm drowning. Oh, dear. <laughs> and the prize, if you do get it, is there is no prize. It's a ruse. <laughs> it's all a ruse. Oh, man. The ruse is that you have to listen to another episode. <laughs> Oh god, I'm so sweaty. I'm so sorry. I just I feel Don't like apologize. <laughs> I'm dying right now. Okay. God, I'm death. Death and dying. Okay, all right. Here's another game for you. Go we're going to just do one round of this because I think it's going to be incredibly stupid. Right. But we're going to see if we're going to do it again. So, I thought of this the other day at work when I was washing dishes because I don't do anything else but think when I'm washing dishes apparently. Um, so I was like, what if, what if we had a game where we randomized a movie title and then we had to come up with the movie? Now, the thing I'm wondering is maybe, maybe you should pitch me the movie first and then tell me what the title is. And that way it's even funnier. So I found a movie title generator, um, website, um, and I want to try it. Go on. Do you want to try this? Yeah, I want to try it. All right. Do you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, I've got one. Okay, go ahead. Murderous Christmas. You gave me the title. You're supposed to. I'm give gonna me... say. <laughs> You're supposed to give me the plot. <laughs> All right. Well, that's ah, cat. That was the, the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Guess the, the title. <laughs> the title is actually Santa's Little Helper. <laughs> oh God, that's actually really good. Yeah. No, that was. That's no, I need to come up with a worse idea. That's too good. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is, this really honestly sounds like a B-horror movie. Like, I can guarantee you there is at least one or more movies that exist like this in the world okay. already about Christmas. Santa Claus is a serial killer. Uh, and he comes, he sneaks into people's houses via their chimneys and then just takes their heads or something. I, think you're spot I on. guarantee you. Yeah. That is bang on. What so, I think would be funnier what I, or, or, or more interesting would be like, like, uh, an action movie, like a Jason Statham or like Matt Damon or something where like there's a bunch of murders happening around Christmas or like Christmas themed and it's like an international spy thing, like kind of James Bondish, and so. But like, I really want to see like Jason Statham knock someone out with a giant candy cane. Is yeah. really what I'm saying. Yeah. Just yeah. Does it cross over with the film from last show? With the oh, sinks. with the sink killers. Sinks um, killed my wife. <laughs> Didn't that end up being Batman in the end? Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> I just I feel like if you do like an action movie franchise with the way that blockbusters and franchises are now, you should have it's basically they're basically like really expensive TV shows. Yeah. So what you need to do is what TV shows do and have like a Christmas episode. <laughs> so we need like a Christmas Born Identity or a Christmas James Bond or a Christmas Die Well, Die Hard is Christmas. Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and I yeah. will fight anyone on that. I haven't said it, so I can't argue. <laughs> I haven't said it. I haven't seen it. I mean, you haven't seen Die Hard? No, I haven't. How have I seen Die Hard and you haven't? <laughs> I've seen like zero popular culture movies. <laughs> I've seen Die Hard. I like Die Hard. It's it's fun. It's like got a very. I mean, when it was made, I can only assume that it wasn't like, you know, every action movie looked like that. It's yeah. you know Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman like I good yeah, stuff. I know. 
I still haven't seen it. Oh, I might so see good. it for this Christmas. I'll look out. Yay, motherfucker. Yeah. It's so good. Oh, it's so good. You're quoting that film. <laughs> I don't quote any films when I'm quoting it. <laughs> Have you ever seen the TV show um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? I've seen bits of it, yeah. Okay, so the one character, uh, Jake Peralta, loves Die Hard, and right. there's, like, one episode where he gets to, like, do a Die Hard-type, like, a case, and it's really funny, and I just, I really want, like, I really want Brooklyn Nine-Nine to have Bruce Willis on as a guest star, because <laughs> I just think that would be hilarious. <laughs> Picture. It would be so funny. Oh, gosh. Well, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I love, I have no direct connections to, as much as you think I am <laughs> connected <laughs> to everyone in America. I don't oh. actually know the people at NBC, so. But I thought in America, everyone knew each other. Right. Oh, you're all friends with the president. You're all friends with. Oh Movie wait, no. Stars. Sorry, I'm getting confused with what you guys think with us in England. <laughs> you all know the queen. Yeah, we all know each other. Yeah. Well, my uh, mum's the queen. <laughs> your mum's the queen. Yeah, did you not know that? No, Prince Bosket at your service. <laughs> Prince Bosket. <laughs> oh God, what's what's your what's your air what's your, what are you duke of? What? Your bedroom? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Duke of the bedroom. <laughs> Duke uh, of the cardboard. The <laughs> cardboard The box. cardboard on the side of Gloucestershire. Oh man, there's um there's a really cool have you ever heard of the like what steps to Kevin Bacon? No. Um Sorry, I shook I can... my head then, but I should have said so. <laughs> it is a podcast. It is a podcast. Um, the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon is uh, based off of the Six Degrees of Separation, which it's a theory that, like, any two people on Earth are connected by six or fewer acquaintances. Um, and the idea is you try to find, like, the shortest path between two actors, uh, between an actor and Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Um, and there's actually, like, a website that does it. So pick an actor. Uh, Brian Cranston. Alright. Is his name spelled with an I or a Y? <laughs> it's a Y. Okay. I just knew you were going to say that. Brian Cranston. Alright. Find Link. Brian Cranston has a bacon number of two. He was in the movie Last Flag Flying with Lawrence Fishburne, who was in the movie Quicksilver with Kevin Bacon. Isn't that cool? <laughs> What's the point <laughs> There's no point. It's just fun. Oh God, that's great. I just don't I think get it. <laughs> technically, technically, I am two degrees from Kevin Bacon. Technically, I guess. Um, I was never in a film with him, but my one uh, acting professor in school was in a film with Kevin Bacon. So technically, well, well, technically, technically. I've worked with Simon Pegg. Te technically worked with Simon Pegg. Technically not. But technically I have because I did boom work. Boom microphone work. With, with his brother. Yeah, exactly. So, I, so... I, I'm now best friends with Simon Pegg. <laughs> I, oh, I, my name is actually on this list. What? I forgot. I, okay, so it uses. I believe it uses IMDb, um, and I have an IMDb page. Oh, you got such me. Yeah. So hang on. So I have a vacant number of three, um, because I directed my senior thesis, Dreamlords, um, and my main star Haley was in the movie called In Search of Liberty with an actress called Lisa Prentice, who was in X Men First Class with Kevin Bacon. So so my real Kevin Bacon number is three so now we're gonna find if you have a shorter uh bacon number but i'm gonna say your bacon number is gonna be four uh i don't think i've got one do you have an imdb page i should do but i'm under musician oh Search me. okay uh see it only allows actors directors and producers Boo. so so your bacon number would be four Boo. as of this technicality because you did the music for dream lords and i have a bacon number of three so you are four degrees from kevin bacon isn't that amazing that's great yeah incredible i feel so close to him <laughs> he's like my dad <laughs> 
degrees from your dad? <laughs> How does that work? Uh, right. Would you like to guess my film? Your film. I've... Oh, that you boom mic'd no. in. Did you get an IMDb no, no, credit for no, it? No, I mean, as in our game. The, uh, oh. the movie title. <laughs> I don't know so... the name of that film I worked on. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely don't. I thought you already gave me the title. No, I'll try it again. <laughs> oh, you pressed another thing. Wait, so are you giving me a plot? Yeah, I'm going to give you a plot. Okay. Or dialogue, whatever. Um, okay. Okay, so... Um, how would I... Okay, so... The plot is, there's this family. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very religious. Mm-hmm. Uh, they usually go to church on okay. a particular day of the week. Same as everyone else. Okay. That's not it. Okay. <laughs> why but, did you, but, why did you squeeze your hands at me? Because it's a hint. It's a hint. Okay. It's All a hint right. in the title. Anyway, <laughs> so halfway just through really the into like yeah. flashing lights. <laughs> okay. So yeah, the plot is there's a very religious family. They go to church on a particular week, to, uh, particular day of the week. Mm-hmm. Like anyone else. But halfway through the story, they change religion. They make a religion. And now on that day, they go see, in concert, a particular blind musician. <laughs> this is, I love this, but I just am so confused. What's the name of the film? <laughs> the name of the film is Wednesday Service with Ray Charles. <laughs> No, that's not it. The so, religion what? of the blind man. So you know, there's a there's a a name of um, there's a day in the Stevie Wonder the... Wednesdays. You're so close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna actually guess it. So what is it? Sunday of Wonder. Sunday of Wonder. Man, you went so far left from where I would have gone. Why is okay. it Wednesday? Do people go to church on Wednesdays? I meant Sundays. <laughs> I, well, you said particular day of the week, so I just kind of thought that meant like the not traditional day of the week. Although Wednesday is kind of traditional for most Catholics oh. that I know. They what? do Sunday Mass and Wednesday Mass. Well, that's not what I meant. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fail. All right, Fail. my turn. Fail. My turn. Go on. Uh, okay, so... All right, so this movie um, is, it's a modern take on a very classic story. And um, it's about a woman who is given a gift and this gift has the power to change the world as she knows it, but she can decide whether or not she is willing to change the world. That's 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 my pitch. <laughs> that's what I got. I would watch that. Yeah, it sounds really cool. When I said it. <laughs> you should write that down. <laughs> I don't write. I'm writing it down. Yeah. So. Say again. So she's got. She has the opportunity to change. The world. Mm-hmm. But her, di- her dilemma is whether she wants to or not. Yes. <laughs> Can I have a hint? Um, it's a very, very old story. Like, this is like no, this is very old. But I, but I, but knowing me as a filmmaker, if I were actually making it, I would make it a modern story. Oh God, I have got no idea. Okay, uh, the title in this generator came up with The Story of Pandora. Fabulous. <laughs> well done. Thank I, you. You should actually you. make that. <laughs> I've, written, I've written it down. I'll put it in my little idea notebook. <laughs> I just, I think if it were to be modern, it would be one of those things where you would have to, I, I think there's a way to make it so that it's not, the original story of Pandora kind of makes it seem like it's Pandora's fault that, like, the world is awful. 
Yeah. But if you were doing it modern, the world is kind of already not great, so you could have it just be like a just it's it's a Pandora's box situation, but without it being like if you open it, the world ends. Yeah. <laughs> you know. But I've, I think it'd be fun. I've got a new one. Okay. Okay. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. <laughs> I just I can't believe this was suggested, so I, I had to do it. <laughs> had to do it. Murderous Christmas. No. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the plot is, um, uh, there's a child, let's say it's a daughter, there's a daughter, and her parents are split. Okay. okay. So halfway through, throughout the film, the mother is um, trying to find a new guy, and eventually, she does. And over a year or so, they get engaged, they get married, and it's only until then... The daughter realizes who the man is, and she gets upset with her mum because her mum <laughs> tells the daughter to call her new stepdad Fura. <laughs> David, <laughs> why did you do this? So, what's the name of the film? <laughs> New stepdad is time traveling Hitler. <laughs> You're so close. My mum married Hitler. <laughs> oh, that's a great generated name for a film. Oh, that sounds like a really bad like '90s movie. Yeah. Oh my god. Help. Oh, incredible, <laughs> incredible. All right, do you want one last icebreaker? Go on then. All right. What was your favorite childhood injury? I think I may have said this on here. Have I told mm-hmm. you the time I um, injured my ankle on a bike? I don't know. Maybe. Tell it again. All right. I'll tell it again. It's pretty gruesome. So my dad had he had his bicycle. And when I was a lot younger, he fitted an extra seat on it so I could sit at the front. Mm-hmm. And he'd cycle. Now, we went for a bike ride with my brother and sister. And so he was pedaling along. And we were going around this one road. And... My feet was dangling in front of the wheel, and I was playing. I was playing a game with my feet and the spokes. He was making a nice noise. I thought, "Oh, this is fun," until it wasn't, and my dad went flying, and so did I. <laughs> my foot got stuck in the spokes. The wheel stopped, and I think I broke my ankle. I'm not entirely sure. It's not a favourite injury, but it's the main one. <laughs> it's a pretty horrible story. Well, it's about the stupidity of children, so it is, it's yeah. horrible. Do you know what? I, I feel so sorry for my dad. He was just cycling along. All of a sudden, he's goose flying. That's <laughs> all I think about from that story. I don't care about myself and that now. When I think back <laughs> on it, I think ah, that is actually horrible. <laughs> Isn't that a great metaphor for like being a dad, though? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No matter how hard you try. You're just going to go flying. They're always going to bite back. <laughs> <laughs> I would have to say mine was... Um, so when I was younger, I was very adept at one thing, and that was sword fighting and narwhal. So I had this opportunity to just fight my arch enemy, the evil narwhal, Mr. Snickers. And so I did. Mr. Marsbar. <laughs> Mr. Marsbar. So I did. Um, and I got some good jabs in, and then he got some good jabs in, and then, uh, I conceded to the point when he sliced my foot, and, um, (laughs) then I had to climb back up the hill from the creek where I scratched my foot on a branch, and, uh, go, go get it fixed. Uh, I sliced my foot pretty, pretty badly, and it was like one of those examples of the more injured I am, the calmer I am, (laughs) um, except for, I would say, the my whole back injury but that injury particularly like i just my i had to go and like get the like they're not stitches they're like band they're like not even band-aids they're like glue they like glue your skin back so it heals correctly um and and yeah it was i i just scratched my foot but like when people would ask i would be like yes i sword fought a normal (laughs) (laughs) true story um, I stand by it. True story. <laughs> True story. I'm sorry, Brie, but oh. I've got to take a photo of you because I've just noticed something. 
And I was <laughs> Smile. <laughs> I'm scared. It's a good on Twitter. Hey, come back. No! I'm Please. scared! I... <laughs> there it is. That is perfect. What are you doing? It looks like you've got a candle on your head. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm so glad that I can be candlehead for you. <laughs> candlehead. Um... <laughs> Do you know, I won't post that. It's not a flattering photo. <laughs> I appreciate it. It's not that. the best. You don't look too um, pleased. I'm not very pleased. No, I don't understand not. what's happening. No. Um, I'm so glad this is not a visual medium because we're, we're both like just... Oh, God. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody, for listening to Time Zones Are Hard. I'm very... I'm, I'm not sure how this episode is gonna be received but it is what it is we did a comedy podcast i think yeah you better like um, it it's what you've been asking you better, for you better where's like the it. comedy we, come on we came with the comedy on a silver platter yeah uh all right well thank you for listening um intro and outro music to this episode is taking it to the top by lovely david Boskett. um time zones are hard as part of the pocket podcast network you can find a lot of great shows on the network um there's some more narrative stuff that's come out recently all kinds of really cool shows if you want to support us or any show on the network you can buy a pocket note uh, which is a personal message to be read on the show you can also support us by reviewing us on itunes sending us icebreakers on twitter using the hashtag tzh podcast and just generally being great people and sharing this with your friends yeah i very much appreciate it dave very much appreciates it thank you for listening to our fun comedy podcast I am Pretty. I am David. And we've been your very favorite transatlantic podcast, signing off. Ciao. Goodbye. I'll be the same, Fiona. <laughs> no! Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.